<laughs> okay, hi. This is the Commented Podcast. Today we are doing another special side episode where we will be talking about the alleged final season of Attack on Titan. Um, if because this is uh, April third, we know now that this is not actually the final season, and that there will be another season coming out sometime later this year or next year. Um, I'm Decoria, and I'm Nia. Okay, so just to get us started off, just a little background. Attack on Titan is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Hajime Isayama. It's set in a world where humanity lives inside cities surrounded by enormous walls that protect them from gigantic men-eating humanoids referred to as (laughs) titans. So the story follows the main protagonist, Eren Yeager, who vows to exterminate all titans after... The a titan brings about the destruction of his entire whole town, hometown and his family, especially his mother. And so the original run of the manga was from September 9th to April 9th, 2021. So for us, the manga will end in about a week. But depending on when you watch this, it probably will have already ended for you. And then the anime began in April of 2013. Then it went on like a four-year hiatus. And then it started again. And then it will officially be over sometime in late 2021 or early 2022 Mm -hmm. so how did you first find out about attack on titan Hmm. when you asked this in the chat yesterday i was like hmm when did i find out because (laughs) looking at the dates 2009 feels like such a long time and i feel like i heard about the show so i may have heard about it when it first went viral in 2013 because the show did have a huge audience right out the bat yeah when Um, it first started airing in 2013 it had like a huge following yeah i feel like that was when it really was more because even though it's famous now i feel like it was really mainstream in 2013 Mm -hmm. and so i heard about it then and i watched the first season in 2013 but then I think it's because season two came out after a long gap. So like, I think it didn't just come out in 2014. It came out maybe in 2015 or 16. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think season two came out in 2017 then. Did it? Oh, wow. So a three year gap. That's crazy. Let me double check while you're talking. Cause I'm pretty sure season two came out like, (laughs) cause I remember season one came out when I was like, a sophomore or a freshman right? in high school and then season two came out when I was in college Degree, it season one I was like graduating high school and then like, I was and I do remember summer watching it yeah then, me too I watched it over the summer <laughs> so I do think but I do remember that there was such a long gap that it almost left my consciousness like I totally forgot that the the show even existed until yeah. 20 like you said i think it's 2017 yep it's so season two started airing in 2017 four whole years later that's that's mad see shows get shows will start and get canceled in that time <laughs> like a whole generation passed like okay so i definitely watched it and was with the hype train in 2013 and i kind of lost and forgot i didn't read the manga i'm not a manga mm-hmm. reader um so i was not eagerly waiting i just was kind of like okay that's done and then i was shocked when i saw it on hulu in 2017 i was like oh it's back and i watched it was confused (laughs) because i didn't read the manga (laughs) i didn't know what's (laughs) happening and then season three was equally confusing but i enjoyed season three at the end a little more because i felt like it was getting back to the plot and then i've been sticking with it with it since what about you 
Yeah, so kind of same for me. Like, I distinctly remember watching season one over a summer, and it had to be, like, it was either... Because when did it... Season one aired in 2013, but what month was it? Um, okay, so it was in April. April, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, so I watched it that summer then when it first came out because I remember it was on Netflix and I was like on this huge anime kick back then. So me and my brothers would just sit and watch like a whole bunch of stuff. We had just finished watching this one basketball anime called KMB and mm. literally we watched Attack on Titan in like two days or like one day. <laughs> and then so after that, we were like, oh, this is so good. Where's the next part? And then there was no <laughs> next part. So we were just like, okay, bye. And I just never thought about it again. <laughs> and then I don't even, I think that's how I heard about it too, because we had just finished watching anime and it was just recommended like on Netflix. It was just like, mm-hmm. okay, watch this next or on Crunchyroll, one of the two. And yeah. so then like after forgetting about it, I think it was my second semester of my freshman year of college when the second season started finally airing after like four whole years. And I watched it in passing but because I was in college and it was like a weekly thing I just lost track of it and just didn't continue it but Mm -hmm. my brothers kept watching and then when season three came out I watched like half of it but once again I was in college so I didn't (laughs) have time to like keep up with it so I just dropped it and then right before season four came out a few months before that I just binged the whole series again and ended up really really liking it oh you started from the beginning and binged it yeah Because I needed to remember, like, everything that happened. Because I literally, like, after that first season, that was it for me. Like, I don't remember anything that happened. I had to go all the way back. And, like, also, same for me. I didn't read the manga until, like, this season ended. And then I went and read what happens next. So I was like, I cannot wait, like, another, Mm. like, six or seven months. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I guess it did put it in perspective for you a little differently. Because I kind of just... I don't know how do I how do I describe it because it's like I didn't rewatch what I already watched and so it's like my season four feels like its own standalone thing in my head like Mm -hmm. it feels very removed from season one even though I remember bits and pieces it's like I feel like season four is so strong narratively like I didn't even need to go back because it gave us the energy that I yeah like so I if that makes sense so it's like even though I don't remember and I didn't rewatch, I still was able to grasp season four yep I get exactly what you were saying and this is like the perfect opportunity to jump into episode one of season four because for mm-hmm. me I had just finished watching season three when season mm-hmm. when I season four started right mm-hmm. and so season three ended off okay as a disclaimer this is not going to be like a perfect recap of everything. There's <laughs> going to be stuff missing, little nuances here and there. So get over it or just don't watch. <laughs> but anyways, I'm pretty sure season three ended off with like Aaron with this really dead look in his eyes, just staring off into the sea, right? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So when season four started and it immediately jumps off with like the Marlian army fighting the Mideast allied forces and showing like Gabby and Falco and Porco and all these people, I was just so confused the entire episode. <laughs> like, 
I remember after the episode ended, people, you know, convene on Twitter and like, oh, yeah, how'd you like it? And somebody DM'd me like, did you like the episode? And I was like, I don't know if I liked it because I don't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so true. So true. They kind of just drop us in there like we knew these people. And I'm like, um, why are you pretending like I know who these people are? <laughs> exactly. Like for me. When I was watching episode one, I legitimately thought, like, did I miss a few episodes <laughs> yeah. after season three? Same. Was there something that I just, like, didn't see? Was there a movie I didn't watch? <laughs> right? Is there something I'm missing? Did we? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. And I remember someone told me, they were like, oh, no, you have to read the manga to understand. And I'm like, yes. what? And they were like, there's a time skip. You need to read the manga to understand. So I'm like, you're telling me that these people... <laughs> There was content that needed to be animated to understand it. And they decided not to do it and just jumped into the time skip. And then I -hmm. later learned that wasn't true because the explained stuff was still the confusion for episode one was just something else. Yeah, I thought that when I first saw season four, no, season four, episode one, I was very like... Did they start from the beginning? Is this a new alternate universe? I seriously thought yeah. they were just like abandoning everything that they had just built <laughs> yeah. up to. And I, they were like, okay, here's some new folks, y'all. <laughs> like, I was confused, but also I kind of am kind of appreciative of that because they kind of, if they would have immediately picked up where they'd left off at season three, I would have been extra lost because I'd been like, okay so we're going right back in and nothing has passed like it feels even though some people might have liked the logical continuation I'm kind of glad it allowed us to refresh by starting with new folks if that makes sense yeah yeah that is true and then like the thinking about it if they would have jumped like right from season three without any kind of time skip that would have took a lot of time for them explaining like every single little thing that happened in between Mm -hmm. the time and it probably would have been extremely boring that's true the pacing would have been so slow probably people would have been like okay when is the action coming exactly because like we learned later throughout the season through flashbacks that there was stuff that happened through in the time skip the thing is though it's just not huge things like it's major stuff that happens but nothing to the point of where it needs to be an entire season solely about what happened during the time skip right very true yeah and so like at the end of episode one um we see that gabby who is the new character they introduce who is a part of like the marley and warrior unit we see her take out a train with bombs and we learn about Reiner's past and how he had like an Eldian mother and a Marlian father and his father like hates him because he's half Eldian (laughs) and then we see them defeat that army they were fighting which ended the war that they were they had been in for the past four years and so episode two starts off with um the Marlian generals talking about how the war ended in the previous episode and through this war the generals kind of realized that they are very behind in technology and because they had been relying on the titan power they just hadn't advanced with you know their other kinds of weapons like their guns mm-hmm. and stuff like that like other countries have mm-hmm. and so we then learned that reiner is going to die in a year because <laughs> he has the curse of ymir the founding titan or whatever and that falco who is this little kid who has a crush on this other kid named gabby he wants to inherit the armor titan so she can be protected and she won't have to die and go to war or whatever and then 
they take us to Liberio, which is the place where Eldians live. And mm-hmm. correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, in season three, did they show this place? Like Eldians wearing like armbands and stuff like that? No, I don't think so. See, I, I do appreciate season four. It feels like a context putter if that makes sense like it put yeah like for i feel like season three we were still very much in parody and we were still only following just what was going on on the island so i i do think this was the introduction of the armbands and everything new that had to do with marley that we like which we didn't know before if that makes sense yeah that makes sense because i remember Mm -hmm. okay so that makes sense because when i first saw them showing liberio and the people in the armbands i was like this is making me extremely uncomfortable especially with the way they had them separated from the rest of the population and it's here that you can really see what people are talking about when they be like oh the writer is doing like nazi propaganda and stuff like Mm -hmm. that i'm like okay there is some validity there because i can see what you guys are talking about now because that's very reminiscent of like jewish people in the concentrate concentration camps yeah and it's very it's giving a lot of um (laughs) i can tell there were a lot of think pieces written about this because it's that's really direct imagery and how they're being used as like attack dogs for marley exactly um they're the ones that inherit the titans the marleyans don't inherent titans it's only the 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 oppressed um uh, what eldians who live with the armbands on and there's like rankings of what type of eldian you are yeah and it's very much it's giving that but also it's it's sort of giving like stockholm syndrome because you see how brainwashed the eldians who live in marley are about marley so it's like they shouldn't want to support marley even though marley's treating them like trash so it's like and then you get the sort of character of gabby and the dilemma of her and i know we're probably going to talk about her and her oh yeah definitely her her brainwashing yeah right because like it's interesting to see the dynamic of how parody has radicalized Aaron in a different way and how marley radicalized their folks in a completely different different way way. so it's it's like yeah we'll talk more about it but that that's that introduction to the Eldians was interesting. Yeah. And so then we see Falco help this soldier who had his armband on the incorrect arm. We see him help him fix that because, you know, they're supposed to wear their armbands on a certain arm. And if you're not, like, that's it looks really weird. And so Falco kind of assumed that this soldier was just tired and didn't know. Of course, this is Aaron Yeager disguised as uh, Aaron Kruger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hobo that's Aaron he... arrives. <laughs> Hobo Aaron. Not Hobo Aaron. The man is, he's stressed. What do you want him to do? <laughs> yeah. I like this this is where honestly that scene was like blood pressure was rising like I felt I felt like this season was giving you anxiety to attend like yep. it was like suspense. pressure was up the suspense because when we see Aaron I was like oh this man's been through it <laughs> yeah this is not the same Aaron we saw from season two exactly and then like in the last parts of this episode we're introduced to the tiber family and they're going to be used as a part of zeke's plan or zeke i keep saying zeke it's zeke. <laughs> zeke's plan yeah, to zeke, save the Eldians. Yeah. and we later learn that the tibers are like this wealthy family of Eldians who are respected because they're the good Eldians and they help defeat like um the uh the original Eldian family who was trying to kill everyone but we'll get into more of that later all right, so episode three. 
So we have Reiner who's in his room thinking about his past and his training to become a member of the warrior unit. And we learned that Porco and Reiner have beef. Like Porco does not fuck with Reiner at all. He does <laughs> not like him. And it's because Porco does not think Reiner is fit to inherit the armor titan. And he's correct. <laughs> he's very true. You know, he's not wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't lie. Yeah, Porco just sees Reiner as someone who's just been brainwashed by Marleyan propaganda and who's just willing to do anything for the Marleyan army. So he's like, I just don't fuck with this nigga. I, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned that Reiner, he wanted to become a warrior because Eldian to become a member of the warrior unit, they become Marleyan citizens, which is really mm-hmm. fucked up. But it is. <laughs> it's, it's, that's why this whole dynamic is weird. Like, it's why, like, you think that there'd be more anti-Marleyan people than there are and mm-hmm. less of this trying to assimilate into Marleyanness. It's weird. Exactly. It's very weird. It's very giving white supremacy. It's giving, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hitler regime. <laughs> it's that giving, kind of yes. <laughs> but anyways, so we learned that he wants to become a Marleyan citizen because so his family will become a citizen. And in his mind, if his family can become citizens, then his father, who is a Marlene, will finally accept him. That's not how that works, of course. But, you yeah. know, pray, you know, claps for him for believing and having that kind <laughs> of hope. And so the flashback later shows the kids uh, of the warrior unit on their journey to attack Paradise, where Marcel who is Porco's older brother, he, at the campfire, he reveals to Reiner, like, yeah, you know, my brother was right. You're not fit to be a warrior. (laughs) And it was actually supposed to be my little brother who was supposed to take your place, but I wanted to protect him. So I told everybody that he was trash and you were good. (laughs) So basically, (laughs) that's what happened. And so while they're all reeling from this information that Marcel basically influenced the military to accept Reiner instead of Porco, the pure titan ymir who has been in her titan form for like 60 years so she's just brainless she's just going around killing people she tries to eat um reiner and marcel pushes him out of the way to save him so he dies and marcel was the leader of this little warrior unit who was supposed Mm -hmm. to launch their attack on um parodies and so after this happens um berthold and annie were like okay let's just go home like we've lost our leader we can't do this mission without him like who's gonna lead the mission mm-hmm. and reiner because he wants so badly to become an ld a marley isn't yeah a marleyan citizen Marley, yeah yeah make everyone proud and survive he's like no we're gonna continue this mission i'll lead it and so because of this they end up, you know, attacking Wall Maria, which is what we see in the beginning of Attack on Titan, like the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And you know, we that see was a that cool tie-in. Yeah, it really was because it bring it brought everything like full circle, and you're like, wow. And then you learn that that blonde Titan who ate Aaron's mother is actually his father's ex-wife, who was Zeke's <laughs> Zeke's mother. <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then after Reiner stopped, um, you know, reimagining and recollecting his past, he tries to kill himself because he's just like, I've had enough of all of this. I can't Reiner's do it tired. anymore. Yeah. You really, can this- see in this season for real that he's just exhausted. He is. He wants to die and no one is letting him. <laughs> he wants to die so bad. <laughs> poor guy. Right. Okay. And then, so, after... 
all of this, when he's about to kill himself, basically he only stops because he hears Falco in the other room, you know, just being very angry with himself, hitting the wall, you know, punching the white boy, <laughs> punch at the wall or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, this causes Reiner to be like, oh, yeah, I do have other things to live for. These kids, I should help them and, you know, protect them and raise them up to be strong warriors. And then mm-hmm. at the very, very end of the episode, we see, um, you know, the disguised Aaron Yeager, Aaron Kruger, having a conversation with Falco about Falco's desire to become a warrior and why people go to war. So that episode was really good. Let's yeah, see. that was a good episode. <clears throat> and, yeah, then, life- and then the drama starts. I feel like after <laughs> see episode three, it's like 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Yeah, and I I like how they went into Reiner's past because for me as a character for him, I really didn't care about him that much yeah. in the previous seasons at all. And so when they showed his past and like his motivations, I was like, "Dang, I'm starting to feel really bad for him." How about you? Yeah, I feel like they the writers did a great job of making you empathize for folks you you don't want to empathize with. Um because they give them adequate backstory like um Reiner I kind of was always neutral about him like I never once he betrayed once he was known to be a spy I was kind of like okay you're, I'm done with you like I don't feel anything like at first I was like oh okay he's really a good person but then you realize oh well he's a spy for Marley but then after that I was like hmm he's complex and he's struggling so I was like I do feel more empathy towards Reiner than I thought I would. Um, I don't feel any different towards Annie because she's mostly been non-existent <laughs> since she went into that little crystal. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, it's like, yeah, I do think it did a good job of humanizing Reiner as a person. Yeah. And then so for episode four, we start off with... Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> complete chaos. And so... Falco, I keep, I'm going to just call him Aaron because we know that it's Aaron. It's not Aaron Kruger, it's Aaron Yeager. Yeah. <laughs> but Falco and Aaron are still on the bench from the previous episode. Um, and Aaron, you know, asked Falco, like, hey, go give these letters and send them out. But make sure you send them out like that, that outside from the internment zone because I don't want these people reading my letters. It's for my family, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and so Falco... <laughs> The naive little boy that he is is like, okay, sure, Mr. Kruger. Such a I'll good boy. We, yeah, we felt so sad. Falco's just it's, so nice. And this series is just like taking advantage of how nice this boy is. Yeah, he just, I I feel so bad for him because he, he just <laughs> has really good intentions. So he the, just to see him getting taken advantage of is really sad. But we'll get more of that in later <laughs> episodes. So... We see Willie Tiber, the head of the Tiber family that we mentioned earlier. Um, they possess the Warhammer Titan. And like I said before, they're respected because their ancestors helped destroy the Eldian Empire, who was like this menacing empire that was attacking a whole bunch of other nations or whatever. And so we see Willie meet with Commander Magath. And in the conversation, they talk about a lot of things, but ultimately Magath is like, you know the Tiber family I know you guys are controlling Eldia and it's your fault that we keep going to war and Willie is like 
while it is true that we are controlling y'all, like we are the real head family of this country, we're not causing y'all to go to war. That's y'all. Like we, we're just controlling things, but you have your own free will to do what you want. And so he's like, we're not the ones making you war hungry. Like that's all on you. And so later on, we see that Falco ends up beating Gabby in a race. This is one of the things that he was talking to Aaron about, about how he wanted to but inherit the um, Titan that Gabby was going to get. And Aaron kind of encouraged him in a way. And so that's mm-hmm. why he ends up being able to beat Gabby in a race for the first time, which really pisses her off. Like it makes her very, yeah. very, very angry. Gabby's just annoying all the time, but this she, is just like, I just, man, I yeah i really did not like her at all (laughs) in the beginning of this (laughs) season but i grew to understand why the way she is and so i kind of felt more sympathy towards her and so after she gets mad about him beating her he he tries to explain like the reason i'm doing this the reason why i'm trying so hard is for you yeah and Everyone seems to understand what he means besides her, which is so funny. <laughs> she's just, she's like, for most of the first half of the season, she's just like, kill, 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 destroy, destroy. She has no other, where's her rest of her personality? It doesn't exist. Yeah. And so because she doesn't understand, he gets all red and runs off embarrassed. And so you know there's a lot of stuff that happens in between this but skipping ahead Magath and Willie later meet <clears throat> um to help set up the festival that you know um Willie was gonna have to kind of go over the truth the, what he said yeah reveal the truth of like the real story behind the Eldian Empire and talk about their plans or whatever and so when they meet Basically, what happens is in that conversation, Magath is like, there are rats infesting, you know, um, Eldia, or I'm sorry, not Eldia, <laughs> I keep saying Eldia, <laughs> there are rats infesting Marley. And mm-hmm. basically, that implies that they know that there are spies from Paradise on the island. And I'm pretty sure in the episode, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I am I think they cut to like um, a scene of where you see um, Jean reading a newspaper, but you can't see his eyes, so you just see his like beard and stuff. So we're not sure who mm-hmm. that is, but we later learned that it was Jean. So yes, they are on the island spying. Yeah, and <clears throat> back at the hospital where Aaron is, what something funny? Well, it's not funny in that moment, but it's really ironic. His grandfather, Mister Jaeger, ends up sitting next to him, and he's like stop using Falco for your schemes and go back to your family. Like Falco is trying really hard to redeem his family's honor because of something that happened. And as the convo between the two continues, Aaron eventually like steers the conversation in a way to where Mr. Yeager reveals that he was too hard on his son, Grisha, who was Aaron's father and ends up having a mental breakdown and has (laughs) to be taken away by hospital staff. Yeah. Yeah, and so Willie invites, Willie Tiber, he invites the dignitaries to his play that he was going to perform after the festival in Liberia. And at the end of the festival day, they all head towards the plaza to see that. So in the post-credits, right before the play begins, we see Falco (laughs) take Reiner to the basement below the stage where he sees Aaron and Reiner's face... (laughs) 
Decoria, when this scene, this is like top 10 <coughs> cinematic moments in history. Like, it's like better than Titanic, better than any, like, the the sheer blood, my blood pressure was up to like 150. It was like, when Reiner saw Aaron, I was like, oh, this is, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like, I just couldn't tell what was going to happen after that. Like, I thought they were going to immediately start fighting. But then the way Reiner was staring, like, shook. Like, he didn't immediately attack him. He was just like, oh, my God. Like, he looked like he was scared for his life. He, he was, Listen, because that's that's how you know within the last four years that Aaron has built a name for himself. Because Reiner <laughs> is, like, shaking in his boots at the sight of Aaron Yeager. I was like, oh, come through. <laughs> we yeah. love to see it. <laughs> so in episode five. Willie begins his play and below the play in the basement, Aaron and Reiner listen in while having their conversation about what, like, you know, their own ideologies and everything. And so while this is going on, Willie tells the well-known story of Marley's hero, Halos, who formed an, an alliance with the Tiber family to defeat the Eldian king, Fritz, who was like the evil king or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, he reveals that this is all fake and propaganda. This didn't happen. He says that what actually happens is Fritz and the Tiber family made this up because Fritz wanted peace. And so his will for peace was kind of passed down through his bloodline. And so what happens is basically anybody of royal blood, they cannot start a war with anyone else in a way. Like, his will prevents them from doing that. It's very complicated to explain. Like yeah, it is. It's yes, but basically that that's like at the base is what it is. And so his desire to have this peace, he kind of told everyone, like, okay, I'm gonna keep my people behind the walls as long as you leave us alone. Like we want peace. But if you right. mess with us, I'm gonna release all the titans in the walls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the rumbling, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the rumbling. Mm-hmm. So while this is happening, um, Piek and Porco, they are requested to go somewhere by this strange blonde soldier. And, you know, uh, Piek is kind of suspicious. She's like, I don't know who this person is. Like, I vaguely recognize them, but something's off. And so she, on the way there, passes by um her fellow soldiers and she's like hey like trail us just in case something bad happens and so something bad does happen (laughs) the soldier (laughs) ends up trapping them into a stonewalled cellar preventing them from transforming because if they did transform they'll just crush each other Mm -hmm. and back in the basement where Aaron and Reiner are Aaron explains that since his arrival in Marley he's kind of realized that the Eldians and Paradise and the Eldians and Marley are the same yeah. Like they're they're just people, but they just have different um ideologies because of how they grew up. And then Reiner, you know, in his guilt for everything that he's done, he's like, No, we're not the same. It was my choice to continue attacking you, which is true. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was his choice. We see that it was his choice twice. It wasn't just his choice once. He he chose to attack them and continue on his mission twice instead of retreating. Yeah. And 
you know, he begs Aaron to kill him and Aaron just kind of stares like, no. Victoria, that scene, that scene, I was literally, I was laughing and shouting like this. I was laughing because I was like, this man is terrified. He's begging Aaron to kill him. We, the tables have turned completely. Like in season one, Aaron couldn't even get through a training montage. And now he's, he's making men, grown men shaking their boots. It's crazy. Like, I, <laughs> that scene, I was like screaming at my phone. Like, I loved it. <laughs> Weiner yeah. was sweating. Yeah. And so above that, Willie is still continuing on with his play. And at the end of the play, he's like, okay, so an uprising has occurred on parodies and the founding Titan has been stolen by Aaron. And everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> not, <laughs> so, Aaron, not Aaron being a myth, <laughs> a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so Air, uh, Willie is like Aaron's a threat to world peace. That's and, crazy. You know, yeah, I was like, he's not- this one 19 year old boy. Not, not right. He's not a threat Aaron to Yeager. the entire world. I mean, once again, I'm going to keep saying this. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, he no really lies were told. Wrong. But especially <laughs> after reading the manga, he is not wrong. Well, see, I haven't <laughs> read the manga. You got it. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil at all. But you got it. I kind of want to know, but I also don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll talk to you after. Like, if you really want to, I'll tell you after. But I won't tell you during the episode because <laughs> some some stuff happens after. Because I started reading the manga after episode 14 because I was like, I need to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I went from Aaron is okay so i actually hate aaron yeager what? so fast <laughs> oh see, it i'm was, scared it was bad it was so bad but anyways yeah so he's like you know aaron's a threat to the entire world to world peace to everyone's safety like we have to stop aaron and so he's like because of this i'm declaring war on parodies <laughs> and aaron yeager and just as he declares war on them aaron comes out of the ground and in the most him. epic scene I've yes. ever seen, I was, I, the fear on everyone's faces. And in a matter of seconds, it was, that was mind blowing. That was, that was television at its peak. It really was. And I believe that this, I feel like it's either episode five or episode six, where people were complaining about the music choices, people who read the manga or whatever. Oh. You know, those super fans. And the, like the fans are like, his hair, his hair is the where's one piece of hair out of place. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> cowlick in his hair. It shouldn't be that <laughs> those kind of are over dramatic people. People were complaining so much about that scene. But for me, I guess maybe because I didn't read the manga before the last 40 chapters. It was just great. Like I got it chills. It was epic. Me too. Yeah, I, was, I had like legit chills. It was chills. epic. Why are you see the fans who do that don't like nice things. They don't want to enjoy things. They That's don't want to let kills people me. enjoy. Yeah, because like I will say the whole season of this, it was nothing for me personally seeing on Twitter. Just Attack on Titan fans complaining about every little thing. Some of their complaints, I could see, like, maybe why they were complaining. But most of the time, it's just like, shut up. 
<laughs> like literally like, please quiet there are down. so many anime ma- there's so many manga out there that get adapted so poorly <laughs> promise neverland about- season two <laughs> literally literally that whoo, a 6.5 rating average on my any list but anyways exactly <laughs> but i mean that's a whole other episode but like i i 100 agree with you people i feel like those folks just complain that it's not perfect in there because it doesn't fit their expectations in their head yeah but like for folks who don't read the manga it was it's just epic it's just epic moment after epic moment after epic moment let people in be happy let people enjoy <laughs> yeah and they were harassing like the music directors of the show and that's I'm like, crazy yo that y'all <sighs> calm anyway, down greg it's just like, an anime <laughs> them them and my hero academia fans they need to relax you know <laughs> at least attack on titan is ending so we don't have to deal with this anymore but my hero academia fans some there's there something else entirely i'm not even gonna get into that <laughs> but um yeah so that is the end of episode five and so like we said like it was wild we had chills people on twitter the people who weren't complaining were going crazy like yeah it was just wild twitter after that was probably so hype it was twitter was like blowing up the memes were great people talking about who else is gonna beat aaron yanger in a fight it was great (laughs) yeah and so Episode six, we get a flashback of before Willie's declaration of war and his play. And so in this flashback, we see him like hugging his kids and saying goodbye to everyone, which kind of implies that he knew he was going to die. <laughs> he knew he was going <laughs> to get murked. <laughs> yeah, he kind of knew that every, every Aaron was there. Or maybe he didn't know Aaron was there specifically, but he knew that, it, you know, that was the end of his life <laughs> at that moment. Yeah. So he says goodbye to everyone. And even Commander Magnus was like, you know, there's probably going to be an attack at the ceremony. And Willie, Willie is like, you know, it's whatever. I have a mission. I'm willing to be a martyr for this cause. That's crazy. It's like, um, <laughs> sir, you're about to die and get eaten by Aaron Yeager in 20 minutes. Um, You might want to change that. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, I, it's whatever. I've accepted my fate. You know, <laughs> that's fine. So in the present, um, Aaron, who has Willie in his hand, eats him you know as titans do and continues on his rampage wiping out hundreds and thousands of normal civilians (laughs) everyday folks yeah i remember when i was watching this i didn't know who to support because i was like i mean i see why aaron's doing this i get why because y'all attacked them first so y'all kind of deserve it but at the same time these are innocent people saul is so conflicted i was like oh like and at that moment, I was still kind of team Aaron. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to accept it for what it is. Because once again, y'all kind of provoked him to do that. So, And yeah. y'all did, you technically did declare war on him first, even though right. it was and like he, a few he just seconds happened to be listening. <laughs> yeah. just like, happened to be there. Like for me, Decoria, I didn't have that inner conflict because I've been team Aaron since day one. Like I, I was like... I've never wavered. I'm, I'm a full Jaegerist up until now. If you tell me something different in if you tell me something different in the manga after, I might switch that. But like in that moment, I was just like, yes, destruction, yes. <laughs> like that, like that meme of the guy screaming over the fire. I was like, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was me. Or the, the guy was like, I don't want peace. I want problems always. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yeah, so he continues on his rampage, destroying the city. And then we see Willie's sister, um, Lara Tiber, she transforms into the war titan. And, and like in the previous episode, um, Commander Magus was trying to guess like 
who the war t- Warhammer Titan mm-hmm. was, and it turns out it was um Willie's little sister. Right. So <clears throat> she transforms, and immediately Aaron goes after her and starts fighting immediately, her. Immediately, not even yeah. five. He won't even let her fully transform, and he's already yeah. got a fist in her face. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was like, nope, 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 we're not doing this today. <laughs> and so she overpowers him we kind of learn that she's actually very powerful and her titan has this hardening ability and the ability gives her the power to create like all these destructive weapons like these crazy crazy Mm -hmm. weapons so she just continues creating all these weapons trying to beat up Eren. and in the meantime pieck and porco they get rescued by the people that pieck was like come trail us in case something happens and they get out and try to head towards the um the fight that's going on and so The Warhammer Titan forces Eren out of his body. And just as she was about to kill him, Mikasa arrives and just swipes at her neck with a thunder spear. However, she's able to regenerate and the fighting continues. Um, Around like sometime later in the episode, Eren, while they're fighting, realizes, okay, her host is not in the body. Yeah. Like usually with Titans the host is inside the titan's body and that's how you get rid of them but she Mm -hmm. is not in the body so no wonder why they kept attacking and nothing was happening yeah so he kind of realized after spotting the cord that's connecting the shell that she was into the titan that she's underground and so he transforms again breaks the cord and like grabs her and as he's trying to devour her porco comes out of nowhere and attacks him yeah. But then Levi comes and is like, okay, I'm going to attack you. <laughs> King Levi said, not today. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he just pulls up. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Levi. Yeah. But anyways, Levi, whenever Levi shows up, you got to, you got to, you got to talk. You got to stand phone. up and clap. You got to stand up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. And then on the other side of town, you see Gabby, who is enraged, and she wants to join the fight because her friends just got killed. Um, <laughs> Zofia and Udo, very relevant characters. Sorry for anybody who liked them. <laughs> I mean, they had no story. They had no story. Right? Just there to be there. Yeah. Sad, sad that they died, though. Not saying that they deserve to die, but, you know, they ended up, you know, getting killed. By accident, <laughs> mainly because Aaron wasn't even directly aiming for them. They just happened to get hit by stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, so she, Gabby tries to make her way towards Aaron and them, and the episode ends. <clears throat> yeah, I think a crazy this was episode. Like, yeah, that was, was like action, wild... chaos, like craziness galore. We love to see it. So much happening. So much happening on all different angles. <laughs> All right, so episode seven, um, we see Pick coming to rescue Porco from the soldiers after Levi, you know, has sliced his um, tendons up and stuff like that. And so Zeke joins the fight after the Warhammer ends up becoming exhausted because she kept making all these weapons and now she's kind of exhausted her abilities. <clears throat> and then later, um, like another scene, we see Reiner. He transformed in order to protect Falco when Aaron transformed. Because remember, they were all in that basement together. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't want Falco to end up being crushed because Falco doesn't have Titan powers. So yeah. he transformed to save him. But in return, he was knocked unconscious. And so it seems like the Marlins are kind of gaining the upper hand in the fight. 
And Aaron can't eat the warts hammer time because she's enc- encased herself in that kind of crystal that Annie yeah. is in. Mm-hmm. So he just can't eat her. He doesn't have the ability to. And so <clears throat> they end up doing other stuff. Aaron eventually ends up transforming for the third time, <laughs> like in this fight. <laughs> in a few minutes. Yeah. And while he's doing this, um, Falco ends up finding Commander Magath and is like, yo, come get Reiner. Like he's knocked out. And we kind of figure out that Reiner, he is unconscious, but he does not want to wake up. Reiner Once just again, wants to sleep. Leave <laughs> he the wants man to alone. sleep forever. Like not <laughs> yes. for a few hours. He wants to die. He wants to like, right. These people, that scene, Decoria, when I saw that, especially when Gabby and Reiner were, and, and Gabby and Falco were trying to yell at Reiner to wake up. <clears> and, and he he's just like, just leave me up. alone. <laughs> I was like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, why won't y'all let Miss Man die? He just wants to die. Yeah. But no, continue. Sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. I was just trying to like see where I'm at. But um, <clears throat> Levi ends up attacking um Zeke after Zeke is like, oh, Aaron is not my enemy. Levi is my mortal enemy. Enemy, and <laughs> Levi just embarrasses him in front of all again, his squad. For like the thirtieth time. Yeah, he just Levi again. Just... He, Levi is just wow. Just wow. Great character. He's so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, we love him. Yeah, but anyways, so eventually Levi just blows him up like <laughs> with a bunch of thunder spears, <laughs> and we don't see them again until like um, the next episode. And we see Pia who is severely injured um, after being attacked with bombs. And the jaw titan, Porco, is still trying to fight Aaron. This is when Aaron kind of, he I can't remember exactly what happened, but I believe what happened is Porco kind of swiped at Aaron's neck or something like that. Mm. And Aaron reflected, reflexively grabbed um, the Warhammer and her crystal and like blocked it. And then he kind of saw like, oh, hold up. Big brain energy. Big yeah, he was brain. like, wait, Porco, like when he swipes at it, he actually is able to crack the crystal and he's able to scratch it. I can't scratch it. So, yeah, what ends up happening in the end of the episode is we see Aaron use Porco as basically a nutcracker. A nutcracker? Crush it. It's just, I remember when I saw that scene, just staring in shock that he actually (laughs) did that. I was like, this man's brain is ginormous. It's so massive. This is why they're scared of him. I was like, this is why they're scared of this man because he does stuff like this. It's not even that his brain is so ginormous. It's the way he's just so ruthless and he yeah. just does not care at all. And he I was just like, like same face. I remember that scene when he was up on the little hill with Mika, not he, on the building with Mikasa. And she yeah. was at, telling him, Aaron, you know, you killed yeah, you're children killing civilians and, and stuff. Civilians. And he looked at her like, okay, and what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay. I mean, I was- all's well that ends well. Like, <laughs> This man's on a different level, but no, I that nutcracker moment, a tight nutcracker, mind blowing. Yeah, and so we kind of skipped ahead, but a little bit before that, Hanji and her crew show up on an airship, and they start recovering the um, soldiers from parodies from Marley, and so after Aaron uses Porco to open up the crystal, <laughs> he drinks the Warhammer's blood, you know, collects another Titan power, like another. a Pokemon. Like, he just another gets another one. one. Just, like, and gotta then, catch them all. 
Yeah. And after he does that, he was like, oh, wait, I have a Titan in my hand. Let me eat this one, too. And as yes. soon as he's about to do that, um, Gabby and Falco, with their loud-ass voices, finally, <laughs> finally wake Reiner up. And then the episode ends with him like transforming. You know how, but you know what's also crazy? If he would have eaten that the the jaw ti- uh, <coughs> titan as well, you know how, yeah. how that man? I feel like once you reach like five titans, you reach a limit where it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're just unbeatable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it would have been crazy if that alternate universe had he eaten that second titan. Would have been crazy. Yeah, he's just been the all powerful being. Like he just wouldn't be able to be stopped by anyone at that right? point. <laughs> All right, so episode eight. So I'm not going to go into explicit detail about the fight. This is really something you just need to watch. Like, I can't describe, like, blow for <laughs> blow what happens. You just have to see it. So if you haven't watched this season, don't know why you're watching this, but please go watch episode eight. But Reiner and Aaron battle it out in their Titan forms, and Aaron momentarily gains the upper hand, but... Eventually, along with Mikasa and the others, Aaron escapes onto the airship because, like, they just can't continue fighting. So mm-hmm. Gabby, who is just, like, super enraged, that's the thing with her. Her and her rage, you know, getting her into trouble. <laughs> Literally, and <clears throat> Falco beat, getting, like, yeah. just, sis, you're Falco, messing up poor, Falco. Poor boy. But that's on him, too, because nobody told you to follow her. But Ooh. anyways. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> say it louder for the people. I mean, like, we know you love her. I get it. But, like... Is it worth the beatings? Right. Maybe for like, maybe for you it is. Maybe for you. It are you is. not tired? <laughs> are you not tired of getting jumped and stomped on? But okay. But yeah. So Gabby is like super enraged, and she decides I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And Falco's behind her. He's like, no, like don't do this. Look, the reason why this is all happening is because Marley attacked Paradise a few years ago, and he learned this because he was listening in on that conversation between Aaron and Reiner. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's like, that's not true. I don't believe you. And so, <laughs> because she is so enraged by the death of Zofia and Udo and like all the other people in the city and her city being attacked and her people being attacked. She kills a parody soldier before stealing his ODM gear and uses it to climb along the airship that everyone else escaped on. So Falco was like, okay, I can't just leave her by herself. So he grabs onto her and they, you know, zoom up towards the airship. And so they kill another soldier, I believe. And once they're on the ship, everyone kind of stares in shock, like, what the fuck? And then she shoots Sasha. <laughs> that that scene, I was like, why is okay. I know a lot of people have already been very specific about how they hate Gabby in this moment, but like specifically, let me go in depth. Gabby, they should have, they should have like immediately shot her. The fact they let her live, the fact they let her live. Oh no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a plot hole right there. You should have killed her immediately. (laughs) Yeah. I think like they were just too in shock. Yeah. about what happened that they just didn't know how to react because you see like even after she shoots uh Sa- after gabby shoots sasha they're still momentarily in shock for a few seconds before like chaos erupts and like yeah. connie and john run over not i didn't say john i said john for people who are gonna get picky about this but i did say john okay <laughs> but anyways they run over to um, Sasha to try to stop the bleeding. And so then the other soldiers were like, oh, fuck Gabby and Falco. And they started beating them up. 
and i was just like damn this is so it sad deserves, deserves. yeah they deserve i mean gabby definitely deserved falco caught you a stray <laughs> he caught a stray but once again nobody told you to follow her anyways so after they get thoroughly stomped on um jean then ties up gabby and gabby and falco and takes them to zeke and when they see zeke they're just shocked because this is their war commander so they're like why the fuck are you here like Mm -hmm. with the parodies the island devils or whatever like why are you here with them Oh and my then, god, the use of Highland Devils. I was yeah. like, can we, why are y'all so dramatic? Giving, it's like, giving of slur. It's giving it's giving, slur. It's giving slur. <laughs> like, please, let's censor this, please. Yeah. <clears throat> and so then we later see a scene of Pick realizing that the person who trapped her was one of Zeke's followers. I keep saying Zeke, one of Zeke's <laughs> followers, who we later learn is this lady named Yelena um there is something that happens in the manga with her that is i'm just gonna say she is the rachel dolezal of attack on titan and i'm just gonna leave rachel it there i'm not gonna say anything else Nicole, you <laughs> can't say that and not tell that's what <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it there um look it up at your own will rachel dolezal <laughs> if you do look her up you may get the spoiler but if you don't look it up you're just not gonna understand what i'm saying but if you read the manga i feel like you get what i'm saying but <laughs> yeah she's the rachel dolezal of attack on titan in a way and <clears throat> that pretty much is the end of episode eight and you know another episode full of a lot of chaotic content Mind you, we're still basically in Marley. We still haven't gotten back to Paradise yet. All right. And so episode nine, um, we see Armin having kind of a flashback to the things that were happening during the time skip. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I literally forgot to mention as well. So going back to the battle on Marley, Armin had transformed into the armored Titan and like wiped out an entire port. (laughs) Yeah. and killed like thousands of people it was ridiculous <laughs> it was actually quite crazy i was just shocked it was i mean he didn't look happy to do it but he, he did the thing that he needs to do and also too when sasha got killed aaron kind of laughed now i think i'm uh, I'm gonna assume that he was laughing in shock and not because he was like oh she died haha because yeah, people think- were kind of like, oh my God, he's so heartless. But I'm thinking like it was more of him just being in shock that this happened. I think it's also people don't realize like Aaron's not mentally all there. So it's not like he's going to give you a normal reaction of a person who's mentally healthy. <clears throat> this man has been locked in a prison for years to be a a kill dog for parody. And you expect him to be okay? Like the man is not, he's not. Like, don't, I, that to me, when I saw those tweets about like, oh, he's heartless. Like the man, (laughs) he's been in jail for years. Yeah. And And then like, he literally before that, he asked what her last words were and Sasha's last words were meat. And that reminded him of like back in like season one or two when they were training and like all she cared about was food. Like even to her end, all she cared about was food. So emotionally numb. What like yeah? That's what it is exactly. He's just like like we said, he's not all there. This is not us defending him. This is just us saying like when people were saying like, oh, he's heartless. This is another point of view. Like maybe consider the fact that he's just mentally unwell. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but. So we have this flashback 
of everything that's going on during the time skip. And so we see Aaron in Titan form carrying a Marlian ship that they had took hostage and he's bringing it to the shore. And Hanji comes out to greet them. And then there's this Marlian named Nicolo who is also, you know, he, they took everybody hostage. So he, of course he's a hostage. And he's like, okay, captain, kill the devils. They keep using that word for them, <laughs> devils. Darn devils. I hate yeah. that so much. But then we see Yelena... Or Yelena, I think it's Yelena, not like Yelena. But we see Yelena killing the captain. Like she just comes out of nowhere and just shoots her captain in the head and accepts um Hanji's invitation to come to Paradise and give him information. And so then Yelena Yelena um proceeds to give them like, you know, military information and secrets. And so mm-hmm. she kind of reveals that the pure titans which are the mindless ones are supposed to be trapping the Eldians on parodies because i think it was season three that we learned that like marley had been like forcibly transforming people and sending them to um parodies <laughs> just to be outside the walls yeah. and so yeah they were doing that to trap um the people on parodies the Eldians inside the walls but they kind of were inadvertently protecting them in a way because because there were so many titans out there they couldn't get to them so they kind of screwed themselves over by doing that yeah and yeah and she says like this is the reason why marley hasn't attacked y'all like full out attacked y'all yet and she also reveals that marley has been at war with other nations um after you know bert holt and zeke and zeke and um the cart titan and annie and all of them were defeated in mm-hmm. parodies last season and <clears throat> so a little while later um we go back to the present and we see hanji discussing zeki's plan because we know that he's working with them now so he discusses zeki's plan with the parodies military and the government officials but ultimately they don't trust him and they can't trust him and i don't blame them for not trusting him because he literally wiped out most of y'all surveys corpse like right a couple years prior so in the meantime, um, we kind of see that the hostages they taken actually ended up modernizing the island of Parodies because they were so far behind like other nations. Mm-hmm. And so more flashbacks occur. And once the flashbacks are fully over, um, we see everyone grieving over Sasha's death, especially the guy we saw earlier in the flashback, Nicolo. Nicolo um, he became a chef for Marley and Sasha loved his food a lot it's kind of implied that he fell in love with her even though she is an island devil or whatever that means (laughs) romeo and juliet energy yep giving that very much and so while he's grieving over her grave he sees her family and invites them to come have food at his restaurant on the house and he'll take care of them and we later see that zeke wants to meet aaron but levi is like no you have to wait i just want you to guys to know that Zeke and um, Levi still hate each other very much. Especially yes, Levi. Levi wants much. to kill this man very badly. <laughs> like, if he, they weren't working together, he would have actually blew him up on Marley and not fake blew him up. Yeah. Levi and is so, res- practicing self-restraint. <clears throat> yeah, he's practicing a lot of self-control here. I gotta commend him for that. Because he he wants to slice him up. He really does. <laughs> and so um, after that, we kind of learned that Yelena had stole the Titan serum from Marley. And she gave it to Commander Pixis. 
and Ezekiel is taken to a hotel in the forest. He's not taken to a hotel, it's just an empty patch in the forest. <laughs> yeah, and so they take him like in a place surrounded with a lot of trees because he can't really transform in that kind of area because of the landscape. And we see that Gabby and Falco have been imprisoned because, you know, they boarded onto the ship and shot Sasha and everything. And at the very end that we see that Armin this whole time has been relaying this story to a crystallized Annie. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the first time we see her in like three seasons, right? Yeah. Because she crystallized at the end of season one. Yeah, she's been pretty much gone and she's been in that crystal for years apparently now yeah and he's just been talking to her talking and talking and talking every single day to her it was so crazy to me but whatever right and all right so getting into episode 10 so this is another episode of mainly flashbacks and the reason why they do so many flashbacks is to reveal what happened during the time skip and that's what i was mentioning earlier about people saying though you have to read the manga to understand what happened you don't because they go over what happens in later parts of the season they just didn't do it right from the beginning which confused a lot of people Mm -hmm. but yeah so I think the episode actually starts off showing Aaron in a jail cell and Hanji tries to come right. talk to him, but he goes off for this. Her. Listen, Decoria, this, even when this show is over, that scene is going to be in my head for the rest of my life. Yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa damn. Not only was he looking fine, but he was a little, he was a little, <laughs> a little <Unhinged>. messy. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, the aggression. Oh, oh, wow. And then yeah. I felt bad for Hanji because like she was like, oh goodness, this man is not the same Aaron. <laughs> yeah, we'll get exactly we'll get into exactly what he said later. Cause like they got into a flashback of um two years prior where the Porter parodies had been complete. And they welcomed their very first visitors to the island. Um the what is her name? It was Kiyomi Azumabito. Azumabito. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the Hizuru clan. And they are the only nation on somewhat friendly terms with parodies. Every other nation hates them and, and is scared of them. And so yeah. Kiyomi shows off a cloth with the family crest and stuff. She tells like this very long story of like, you know, where they came from. And she ends up revealing that like Mikasa, Mikasa is actually the long lost descendant of their Shogun. And I think she's like the last descendant too. Yeah, she is. And- yeah, and she was like, you're the hope of, like, our people. Like, we need you. And Mikasa's like, okay. Well, she's like, all right, whatever. I don't really care. And also, I was like, where were y'all season one? Like, why yeah. are you coming up all of a sudden? Like, oh, Mikasa, we, we need, remember how we don't know you before? Oh, actually, you're our leader? Yeah, you actually are the descendant of our leader. So we need you to come back with us. And she's just like, um, no, thanks, though. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. And so we learn... In this uh, flashback, I believe, what Zeke's alleged plan is, his kind of three-point plan is like to test the rumbling to see if it works. And then they're going to strengthen Paradis' military. And then finally, he wants to pass down the founding titan and a beast titan to somebody who has royal blood, which is, of course, Historia, because she's like the only person left who has royal blood. And we see that in the flashback, Aaron is like, really against this he's like we need different options and then in real time this is when Aaron is going off on Hanji and so he's like 
angrily asking her, like, do you have some other trick up your sleeve to save Historia? And, like, he keeps... He's, like, he's just, like, very, very angry. That's, like, all I can say about him. Like, he's losing <laughs> his temper. And he kind of tells Hanji, like, I have the power of the Warhammer Titan and the Fountain Titan. So I'm just letting you know that I'm in this jail cell for show. I could leave anytime I want to. And I'm just letting you know that. I'm just here out of respect for you sitting that down quiet. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're going to escape soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not wrong because, you know, you can't locking him in this little cell, not doing much for him. doing nothing. The cell it's is not protecting the way nothing. you think it is. Right? Yeah. And so <clears throat> we go back above the cell upstairs where we see the whole crew, like um, Jean, Mikasa, Connie, and all of them. Um, and uh, Armin, they're kind of wondering what made Aaron change from the way he used to be to where he is now. Because, like, initially, he all he wanted was to protect his comrades. He didn't want to kill anyone like that. Like, the, he's, he wasn't as bloodthirsty as he is now. And so mm-hmm. he went from that to causing this huge amount of death and destruction. And we also <laughs> kind of learned that this, he kind of went and did it on his own. Like, he didn't really yeah. consult them. He just went and did it. So, <laughs> that's why he was in the jail cell. Because they were like, okay, we can't trust you. And so, um, Mikasa, of course, as usual, jumps to Aaron's defense. Her only there, default character trait. <laughs> literally, there, there's something that happens in, like, the last episode. It's Decoria. so funny. It's so... I was screaming because I was like, it's about time. Right, it's about time you addressed her. And like what she's doing. Like love love Mikasa, but I need her to love herself more than she loves Aaron. <laughs> oh, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> yeah, people didn't lo- hear love you. yourself, sis. Dude, that man is toxic. <laughs> but yeah, they're all wondering like what's going on. And uh, Mikasa, you know, defends Aaron, of course. And Connie is like, okay, so you want to defend him. Tell me why he laughed while Sasha was dying. And it gets quiet. Right. <laughs> Ain't no back talk. Like that's it. It's <laughs> silent. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then some, uh, I think the episode either ends after that or some other stuff happened that I just didn't write down. And <clears throat> jumping into, like, the last five episodes, so episode 11, we see Gabby faking being in pain <laughs> so she can break free from the prison. Of course, Falco goes with her because he goes with her everywhere she goes. And after attacking a guard, um, you know, they go out into the forest and she's kind of wanting to find Zeke and question him about like why he betrayed Marley and the people. Even if she has to die to do so, she wants to find this man. And so Falco is kind of exasperated, but he's like, okay, I'm just going to keep following you to the ends of the earth. And so he sees that she's still wearing her armband. He's like, take this off. Like you're going to get us caught. And this is when we get into that. I'm a good Eldian speech that I was like, oh mm. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so basically, when Falco tries to take Gabby's armband off, which is the armband that all Eldians wear to differentiate them from the rest of the Marleyan population, um, she states like, "Oh, I'm a good Eldian, unlike these island devils, and this yes. armband is the proof that I'm a good Eldian." That's when I knew she was brainwashed, right? Yeah, then she, and there. she was. She's too far gone. Gabby, even towards the end, I'm like, Gabby's. She's lost in the sauce. Like yeah. Marley has done a number on that girl. Yeah. Like, this whole episode really shows, like, how the Marlene propaganda and ideology has really, like, messed with her mind. And it's just crazy. Because, like, 
<clears throat> they're about they they already killed someone to get their armor and so i think they're about to kill someone else and then um kaya who is sasha's like adopted little sister shows up and she takes them back to sasha's parents house now i hope mind you gabby is the one who killed sasha okay literally yeah and they don't know that Sasha this is Sasha's family but I think as soon as they showed the dad I was like oh isn't that Sasha's dad and I was like wait they did not bring them to this place that was that was some shit that was crazy but yeah let's take them to stay with Sasha's family and you know they're pretending to be different people the whole time so they don't get caught and in other places of parodies on the other side of the island um, members of the press and the you know general population confront Hanji as she's trying to enter the government building about why Aaron's locked up. They're like, free Aaron, <laughs> that kind of that kind of thing. They're like, why is he locked up? What are you guys doing? He's our hero. He's the only person who will save um Eldia. You know, this is where we see like the Jaegers start. This, they already been the around, Jaegers? but we kind of see them now. The Jaegers? <laughs> yep. So she Hanji finds out that three recruits named, um, I think, I know it was Holger when, I don't think Luis was there. I know it was Flock definitely had a part in this. And they're responsible for leaking the info that Aaron was locked up. And so Hanji's like, I'm going to try y'all in court. Okay? Like, y'all mm-hmm. can't just leak info like this. And let me just say, I really, really hate Flock. I do not like him at all. He went from this really wimpy, cowardly, character to a complete arrogant slimeball douchebag in like four years and i just cannot stand him like when i was reading the manga i was just like when is he gonna die so i can stop reading tonight let me see him die and then i'll start reading for tonight because i'm telling you i just cannot stand him like i have a unrational amount of dislike for that character but so after, you know, Hanji's like, we need to investigate who's leaking the info. Commander Pixies is like, I'm going to investigate Yelena because I don't trust her. I feel like she has something to do with this. And so back with Falco and Gabby, um, they kind of, Falco was like, we need to lay low and stay at the farm. And eventually we'll get saved by people from Marley. And so, <clears throat> you know, they spend time with the family, help them farm and stuff and just do really kind of uh slice of life menial things which is kind of nice to see you know and all the chaos that is attack on titan and kaya ends up revealing that everybody on that farm is an orphan so gabby's parents kind of adopted all of them in a way and she's they're all orphans because of what happened four years ago when marley attacked parodies and so then Gabby shows the propaganda brainwash again when she starts like frothing at the mouth and screaming about how, um, you know that didn't happen. That's not real, and you guys deserve the attack. You deserve to die. And then Gab and then Kaya is like, "How did we deserve to die? My mother did nothing wrong." And then they get into this whole really deep conversation of should people have to pay the price of what their ancestors did? And this is another yeah. thing people had think pieces on because they're like, "See, this is more of Isayama like." you know being a nationalist and spreading you know this propaganda and i'm like okay i can kind of see what y'all are saying i can't see what y'all are saying i'm not gonna lie but moving forward so kaya kind of she just 
takes them to an abandoned village and kind of explains like everything that happened that day and how Sasha saved her. And she kind of just continues to ask them, like, did her mom deserve to die like that? Which is no, her mom did not deserve to die like that. And, you know, Gabby just goes into this whole thing of like, well, no, she did deserve to die because of the sins of her ancestors. Listen, when, when Gabby, okay, listen, that whole speech, it felt very, what do you want to call it? Like, I'm going to preach to the audience. I'm going to teach the audience and like that type of thing. I mean, it was, it was an interesting conversation, but I felt like that moment was like, okay, they wanted to do this so there can be think pieces. <laughs> and and yeah. I, it could be in that was in the manga too. It could just be that was just what the original writers oh, wanted yeah, to do. Oh yeah, it was definitely in the manga. But like for, for the, the feeling I got when I was watching that, I was like, okay, this is a preachy moment. <laughs> yeah. Time to, time to Same put on for your, your goggles, you know? Yeah, say for me, I was like, this is definitely the moment where we're going to have essays written for for a good reason. <laughs> it's not like they're not writing essays yeah. for a good reason because there are some allegations against the writer. You know, I'm not going to get mm. into that, but you know, oh, really? we all know what oh, the allegations are. You know oh, how like know. you're saying he's like, I haven't, I need to really fully dive into it, but I haven't. But basically people, a lot of people are saying that he is like a right winger in Japan. Like he's like, oh wow, Are yeah. He's like, yeah. He like really supports like Japanese nationalism and stuff. And like, I'm pretty sure like they proved they, they. I'm not sure if they were able to prove that this is true or not. But this is what people have been saying that like to a point where that like there's a lot of people. Anytime you mention like Attack on Titan on Twitter, there are people who will be like, I can't believe you're watching that. It's Nazi really? propaganda. Yeah, like to that wow. extent. Wow, I and might like, need to look into that more. I didn't know. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look into it too, especially after thinking about it more. Because I really want to know. Like, I don't want to just not be informed. Because before I was kind of like, I was looking at what they were saying. And I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I don't think this will influence me in that way. Because like yeah. I have like my own mind in a way. But I could see where they were coming from. Especially when you get to like later parts of the um, manga. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but, um, you know, after this whole think piece moment, Gabby kind of has this mental kind of cognitive dissonance, and she's, like, questioning all the things she grew up with, everything that she was taught, and, you know, they just, that's kind of how the episode ends, with just her contemplating, like, everything that's done. I think this is, like, one of the more impactful episodes of the season, because, like we said before, like, there was just so many things said that, like, you could just be like, okay, what do they mean by this? And, like, what are they trying to speak on? What are they trying to say? But, yeah, moving on to episode mm-hmm. 12. So, we see Armin visiting Annie again. And we kind of learn that he just does this all the time. Like, he always goes and speaks to her. And there's another character we get introduced to named Hitch. And she's just around while he's like touching the crystal and talking to it yeah and in the newspapers there are multiple reports that kind of you know it just gets into how the military doesn't doesn't trust Aaron and you know you see more Jaegerist stuff going on yeah <clears throat> yeah and outside of the headquarters you see people protesting like free Aaron Crazy. we want to see Aaron yeah. Like I said before, Aaron is the hope of all the parodies. He's going to save us all, that kind of stuff. And so we later see Commander Pixis questioning Elena about, like, 
a meeting that she secretly had with Aaron before his infiltration of Marley. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, so were you the reason why he went off on his own and just did all that stuff in Marley? And I believe she's kind of like, no, I didn't talk to him about that. I talked to him about something else. And then in another place, another scene, Onyakapun is with... um well, he's with Hanji, and he's telling her how Yelena is, like, super, super loyal to Zeke. Like, she's just a Zekeist. She's a stan. <laughs> she loves him. Everything he does, she's for it. And Mikasa and Armin meet with um, Premier Zachary to get permission to speak with Aaron because they feel like they can change his mind. They're like, See, okay. you know what? That's kind of crazy that they needed permission to even speak with him. That tells you kind of everything, how they have it set up. With, yeah. I mean, it's not shocking that Aaron would not look to the parody gov- military because it's like, how does he need permission to speak to his own friends? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so they're asking for permission to speak with Aaron and they're like, and um, Zachary's like, no. You can't, because he's like, Aaron and y'all are colluding and y'all are planning something. Colluding. So I'm not letting y'all meet. <laughs> Madness. Yeah. And so while that's happening, I believe we see some random soldiers and recruits bringing this chair or something like that into mm-hmm. the office. Yeah. They brought and it to his office. Yeah. As soon as Mikasa and Armin leave, the office just blows up. <laughs> we see. <laughs> right. We we literally see Zachary's body fly out of the his, office. Yes, his head just falls to yeah. this place right in front of the protesters. Yep, exactly what they wanted to. And they were me. like, "It's time, we <laughs> uprise." Yep, it's time to go. That's the signal. And so, yeah, right after this bombing, um, like Nia said, it ignites the protesters to like okay it's time for us to get in there fight for the new Eldian empire who's going to be led by aaron yeager <laughs> and so aaron escapes from the prison he meets up with flock ugh, and the other allies <laughs> and in the aftermath of that the military police um they kind of like concede to the survey corps who are the yeagerists and they're like their intentions were to take aaron's founding titan from him yeah and we're kind of like oh i can't believe you tried to do that to Aaron. Like, yeah Man. to me that's how you know that none of them on parody side trusted each other because if they were gonna try to take aaron's founding titan when they know what kind of man aaron yeager is and like aaron didn't get his titan by like his didn't his dad do it by a backdoor way like, yeah 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 so it's like you know that this is not a normal situation where aaron's like i'm gonna willingly sacrifice myself no why would you think that? <laughs> yeah. And so then we see Hanji. She kind of like, okay, these people are Jaegerist and their intention is to bring Aaron and Zeke together and they're going to reform the military with Aaron at the top, which we all do because they're Jaegerist. But since there are so many Jaegerist in the military and they don't know who they are, yeah. they can't really they do put, anything. Guess what they do? They put the armbands on them. Yeah. It's, Corey, when I saw that, I think that comes in later episodes, but like when I saw that, I was like, what? What's happening now? What's the two sides of the same coin? Yeah. It, oh, it's just a lot. It's just so much. And this is like the end of the season, dude. We're getting on the last three episodes, but yeah. Anyways, um, so their plan, um, Hanji, Pixis, and all of them. They're going to use Zeke's location as a bargaining chip. 
so this is Pixis' plan, not Hanji, because she's somewhere else. But Pixis is like, okay, we're gonna use the um Zeke's Zeke's location as a bargaining chip to get them to cooperate with us and you know not be violent or whatever. Of course, this does not work, but we'll see later why it doesn't. <laughs> and so as this is happening, all the chaos is happening. Um, the Azuma Bito is like Mikasa. You know, you don't have to do all this. Just come with us back to Hizuru and everything will be good. Like, you don't have to live here. And, of course, Mikasa is like, no. You know, citing that she has loyalty with the LDN people on parodies. Loyalty to Eren, as we all know. Yeah. But Hanji suspects that, you know, uh, she just, like, Pixis suspects that Yelena has something to do with this. And that the volunteers that they had taken as hostages like three years prior all had something to do with this. And so we then see while this is all happening, the Bras family, along with Gabby and Falco, they went to the restaurant that Nicolo, the guy who was in love with Sasha, owns. And I'm pretty sure that those don't Gabby and um Falco know who he is, right? Or he at least recognizes yeah. them. Yeah, they know him and they know that he's Marley and because they introduce him as Marley. Yeah. Um, as a Marley soldier who now works as a cook. But that that scene, if you don't mind me interjecting, that yeah, scene. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, when I think what happens is they the family goes to eat at at um at his restaurant and he at first they are still putting up that lie that they are just a uh, brother and sister and that they're just trying to blend in. But then they go um, back to, uh, I think it was Gabby wants to go explore or whatever, or try to look around. And so they go back to the storeroom. And then there's this whole scene where they're like, Gabby goes full Marley. Why are you with the devils? And, and then she admits, she admits to his face <laughs> that she killed Sasha. And Coria, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, he's going to kill her. He, and he picks up that wine bottle and then Falco takes another stray <laughs> for the fifth time. He walk, he runs in front of the bottle because the guy's so mad because Sasha was his girl. And he knocks Falco out and Falco drinks a little bit of the wine, which comes into tie later. But he drags both of them out back to the table where Sasha's family's at. And that scene, whew, that scene turned Attack on Titan from an action show to a drama, a full melodrama. I was yeah. like soap opera tears crying lessons it felt very young and the restless but in a good way in a good way not a bad way like it was so dramatic because he's like brings them out and says this girl killed Sasha and then the uh what's her name the girl that showed them around her her house Sasha's that that toured them and had that whole philosophical conversation about what is uh war and conflict and yeah. then and then she was like, you killed Sasha, the girl who saved my life. And she wants to come and kill them. And it was like several people tried to kill Gabby in that one second. Yeah. And, and then, but she met miraculously lives because then the Jaegerists come in. Well, actually Armin comes in and is like, what's going on? But then the Jaegerists show up right after. And it turns into this big thing of like, it turns into a big debacle of like the Jaegerists are taking over. And so it, they take, 
okay, I'll let you continue. But that scene, I like, I urge folks to really pay attention to that scene because it was, it was masterfully dramatic. (laughs) It was so good. And so sad. I was like, this is just, this is something on like ABC, not ABC family in a bad way. Like in like the best of the best of drama. I loved it. Yeah. I see in my notes that I put episode 13 twice. So I'm trying to figure out like where this came from, but the next thing that happens okay so we just went over episode 12 i think this is episode 13 it may not be but it's okay (laughs) so the next thing that i have written down is that um zeke tells levi and i'm pretty sure maybe this all happened within episode 12 and Mm so zeke tells levi that four years earlier on marley's orders his spinal fluid was released in a gaseous form towards yeah. Raigako villagers on parodies. And he says, what happened is initially when they were exposed to this gas, it paralyzed them and he's able to turn people into Titan with, with his scream. And so Z claims he did this to maintain his cover, but Levi accuses him of not really caring about the people he killed at all, which is probably true. Very yeah. probably true. And so... I think this is all going to go over what you just said. But during mm-hmm. um, Nicola's dinner with the Bras family, Galby and Falco tell him secretly that Marley is preparing for an assault on the island. And Nicola deduces that it was Gabby who killed Sasha. And this all goes into what Nia was just saying about how Nicola tries to like hit her in the head with a bottle. <laughs> But Falco takes the hit instead, and this general chaos just ensues. Like, it's just, things are happening very fast in that scene. Very fast. And the survey corps arrive, and they restrain Nicolo, while Mikasa saves Gabby from Kaya, who is also trying to kill her with, like, all her power. And they take Gabby into another room, while... Nicola tells Hanji to rinse Falco's mouth at because he suspects that the wine accidentally got into his mouth. And I skipped over this part, but in the previous episode, um, Hanji, Armin, the whole squad, they were already in the restaurant. They were just in another room, separated from everybody else. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. I think it was Jean. He wanted to drink some of the wine but Nicola starts going off of him. He's like, no, you can't have this not for you pigs and stuff like that. He starts And then he pulls him. the devil's thing. And I was like, oh no, is he trying yeah. to be like, the, is he still Marley? But then you realize what he was trying to do after yeah. he was trying to protect yeah. them. Yeah. Cause I, I was just about to say, so we learned that Zeke's spinal fluid is in the wine, or at least that is what Nicola suspects. And that is the reason why he did not want anybody who, was you know on Aaron's little group to drink that wine and the reason why he is telling Hanji to rinse out Falco's mouth is because he thinks that he accidentally consumed some of the wine when he got hit by accident yeah and so he kind of goes into death about how the wine came from Yelena's scout ship and he was specifically told to give it to high government officials which is already suspicious enough on its own very suspicious and so we see that levi receives word about what happened to premier zachary you know he blew up and he wonders if he was wrong about aaron in that was he wrong about aaron's ability to save humanity 
And so we see that the Jaegers raid the restaurant, Flock's ugly ass, <laughs> hold everyone at gunpoint, and demands that they tell him where Zeke's location so they can bring Aaron to him. And he's like, he makes this really grotesque face. And he's like, we knew all along about the wine oh, or whatever. Yeah. That was that that face. That was crazy. I was like, oh, someone's a little creepy. Yeah. And so Aaron pulls up <laughs> and he's like, oh, I want to talk. Decoria, 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 Decoria. <laughs> no, no, no. Can I, can I break this? Can I please break yeah, yeah, the genius of the scene do. down? Listen, y'all, I know for the folks who've seen this, the, the effect that was portrayed in this scene. So this is what happens. Armin and Mikasa take Gabby to another empty room and to sort of keep Gabby, not protect her because, well, kind of protect her because several people wanted to kill her. Like the girl who was saved by Sasha was coming at her with a knife. And I think Armin stopped her or Mikasa stopped her in time from like slicing Gabby's neck. So they take her to another room and they're just kind of, Gabby's on edge. She's like, are you going to kill me? Why aren't, why haven't you killed me yet? I know y'all want to kill me. And, and then Armin's looking at Gabby like, we don't want to kill you. And then Gabby's like, I killed your friend. I've hurt Falco so many times. I'm, I'm, y'all want to kill me. Why don't you just get it over with? And Armin's like, you sound like somebody I know. And then as soon as he says that, Aaron Yeager strolls in like he's going to pick up a, a, a package from Amazon. Like he strolls in like this is not that big of a deal. And with a with that blank look on his face and I screamed. Decoria, I, I put my phone down and I screamed. I was like, because Armin said it. He said, you sound just like somebody I know. And that somebody I know just walks in. And I was like, ah, not Aaron. And then as soon as he does, and as soon as he comes in, his he shows Mikasa and Armin, his hand is cut. So I was just like, that that scene had me literally like, pacing around my room like this is perfect this is now this is good tell this is good anime <laughs> yeah yeah that y'all the and i i can't even describe it in the way that's like the most effective because that scene you had to you have to witness how amazing that scene was i was on the edge of my seat aaron walks in nonchalantly like hey he didn't even say hi he just said he just showed his hand and i was like this this man <laughs> fantastic fantastic but sorry to interrupt <laughs> yeah it's okay like literally if you need to interrupt go ahead because i've just been talking a lot for like the past hour and 30 minutes <laughs> right but um yeah so like that all happens and like when i saw aaron pull up with his hand already cut saying i want to talk that's when i was kind of like i don't know about this man like, you really, really just threaten your friends like that? I left a bad taste in my mouth because those are his homies. Like, those are his closest people and you kind of threaten them in that way. It was kind of it was kind of foul to me. Like, I wasn't See? with that. But also for me, I guess I've just been looking at things from Aaron's perspective. Like, he, he needed, per- like, his friends needed permission to see him. Like, he's not, like, I feel like three years ago or four years ago, they were seeing each other more often. They were closer. It's because Aaron's kind of just been isolated. Like he's only been used when he was needed by parody. And so his friends, yes, they're his friends. Like he cares about Mikasa and Armin, but in from his mind, it's like everyone else gets to go stay in their nice beds and he has to stay in a jail cell. You know what I'm saying? And they're technically on the same side, quote unquote, but he gets treated like the, 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 the bad one. 
you know what I'm trying to say? So I, I yeah, in his yeah. mind, it's like I, I always thinking like, why are y'all shocked? The man's been in a, j- in a jail cell by himself for years. Y'all couldn't even just walk in and say hi to him, and you're shocked <laughs> and you're surprised that he doesn't want to do it y'all's way. Like that's that's what I kind of interpreted it as. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And so going on to the next part. Um, I think this goes into the next episode entirely because that part where Aaron shows up is a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's so, the end of the episode. Yeah. And so going on to the next episode, um, we see that at their roundtable discussion, Aaron's like, okay, you guys are slaves and I'm yes. acting on my own free will. <laughs> and I, yeah, that- this whole conversation, I was just like, oh, what? But also, was he wrong, though? Like, is he is because to me, see, listen, this is me, the agorist. <laughs> me going to be Aaron defense squad, because like in his mind, like Aaron's been locked, like his youth, entire youth has been focused on one goal. And he's been used as the attack dog to accumulate Titans and to like. And so in his mind, he's like, I don't have to do something just because the military is telling me like in his mind, he's thinking freedom is like making decisions for himself because he's been told what to do so in his mind like I'm like I feel you king I feel you like you're you're telling them you're free because you technically are like you are not being answering to Pixis anymore you're not answering to Erwin rest in peace he's not answering to Levi like he's just doing him like yeah and so the thing is he's saying all these things about them being slaves but not like I'm not gonna spoil, but there are things in the manga chapters to where when I look back at this conversation, I'm like, "Are you really free?" Because oh, think is it you different? Are. Yeah, there's there's some stuff that happens that they haven't animated yet that I'm kind of like, "Well, you are calling everyone else a slave, but are you free? Like mm. you believe that you're free because you know you're saying this to yourself, but." in a way because this hasn't been confirmed yet but from what i read it kind of feels like his actions are being influenced by something i'm not gonna say what but it's just like mm. they're, like you're not as free as you think that you are oh interesting well yeah, yeah I feel like but maybe, maybe i'm the, wrong though because yeah. this is just a theory no 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 like i like you've read the manga i haven't read it so like i'm going off of literally what's only being animated and so like i'm that's why i'm kind of more empathizing with aaron because i'm like like I see like air, like everyone else is getting to walk outside. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just the ba- it's the small things. So that's what I'm just thinking about. But no, go ahead. Yeah, uh, and yeah. what I just said is my own personal theory because like you know how people can interpret things a different way. So somebody else may have read the same chapters and like, no, he's completely free. And I'm like, okay, well, how I see it is, <laughs> right, he's, right. He's just saying he is. But yeah, he he calls Mikasa and Armin slaves. <laughs> like um and can i say this one part he goes into this big not rant he goes into this very big speech about how like sort of like tearing down armin and mikasa's character so he'll be like armin you know you go to see annie all the time are you sure it's you seeing annie are you not is it not brodelto uh brodelt um his titan his former self trying to see annie or are you bewitched And then he goes into like this this mini rant about Mikasa. He says, Mikasa, what do you, what is your purpose? What is your what is your reason for existing other than to protect me? Like 
after everything, what is what is at the end of the day, what are you doing for yourself? And then Mikasa's like, like she's shook because no one's ever confronted her with the truth. I mean, did he lie? Because like homegirl's just been living for Aaron this entire time. But like, it's because she loves him. And he's like, and he's saying, he's like, well, what is your, like, why are you, what are you, what, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't want to just, you should want to be your own person and stuff. He was giving her a big lecture. And then Armin gets up and punches Aaron in the face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Armin's going to get beat. And then he does. And then, yeah, the Jaegers come in while Armin is getting beat up. And I think Connie and John come too. Mm-hmm. But like, they were like, why are you beating up Armin? And then Aaron's just still with that blank stare on his face. Like I'm free. Y'all are not type thing. <laughs> that scene was wild too, but continue. All right. And so sorry if you guys hear my dog in the background, he just woke up, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So like you said, um, the Jaegers take them away and what are they? They take them to um, Shiganshina where Aaron plans to rejoin with Zeke. And mm-hmm. in the forest, we see that Levi plans to just have Zeke eaten so he can prevent Aaron yeah. from using the Beast Titan because he's like, I can see what's going to happen here and I'm not going to allow it. So <laughs> that happens. And so <laughs> then we get this really funny... The scene was kind of funny. The reason why it's funny is because of the noise Zeke made. But um, yeah, Zeke decides that he's going to run away from the camp that scene was hilarious the man just he just bolts he's like i'm just gonna run away he runs so weirdly too (laughs) but yeah so zeke just runs off and he just starts screaming and i was so confused for a second but then all of levi's comrades start turning into titans and i'm like oh they drunk the wine yeah so yeah and so Zeke was telling the truth about the scream part, at least. Like when he screams, people turned into um, titans if they consumed his spinal fluid. And so throughout Paradise, we just see people just kind of get frozen by the scream. And it looks like people who are closest to Zeke got transformed at the moment, but I think they all transform later. So mm-hmm. Levi ends up catching up to Zeke, to Zeke. Keep saying Zeke, 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 <laughs> <laughs> who transforms into the beast Titan to try to escape because he's like, he, what he, okay, what happens is Zeke assumed that Levi would not kill all his comrades to escape. Yeah. He thought that Levi was more humane than that. And I'm just like, did you not realize what kind of demon from hell this man was <laughs> when he took you out last season? Like, Levi does not care. He will complete the mission at all costs. Right. And so yeah levi shows shows up like a bat out of hell and just like captures zeke again and he uses the thunder spear to just put it into zeke's damaged body after he slices him up like he said he was going to do and yeah it just takes him hostage and zeke can't really do anything because he's unconscious and also he has a thunder spear in his neck so if he screams it'll blow up yeah so uh flock turns let's see what does he do okay so flock turns the military he turns the military cadets that weren't on on the jaeger side yet to their side by threatening them (laughs) with imprisonment yeah and so yeah yeah, that was the whole thing and you there's like a big speech like about like um 
trying to influence because you know like they kind of show before the Jaegers show up about how um <clears throat> like in that military line um yeah mostly showing about like how they were already kind of questioning it they're like what's going on like Aaron you know Aaron's going to be the one to save us like what's going on why are we doing this and then all of a sudden the Jaegerists and Flock come and the Flock gives them a speech and they're like I'll dedicate my life to this I'll that de- and like, like you'll seeing more people turn to the Jaegerist side yeah and then they beat up uh what's his name I can't remember his name oh right yeah now. the general they beat him up yeah <laughs> they're like now so beat up the general and I was like well <laughs> the I was like, y'all playing better around. not you better not hit him and they just stomped him out yeah yep and then yeah all that happens and so the next episode in 14 while it's a good episode to save time i'm not gonna go too far in depth because we're almost at like two hours right but <laughs> basically yeah. it's zeke zeke he's badly wounded so he just remembers his life and the gist of it is he had a shitty childhood because Aaron's <laughs> father, who is also his father, their half brothers, Grisha Yeager, was how do I describe him? He was like he was very much an anti um Marley man. And so yeah. he pretty much indoctrinated Zeke to want to be just like him. Yep. And he wasn't a real father, so they never played catch, which is why Zeke um was close to the i forgot the man's name but the that beat that titan the the man who was the titan it's at the like time it's like Kasaver yeah. Kasaver or something like that him so he sort of created a fatherly bond with him because his dad was very much a father who didn't do fatherly things was who wouldn't was only obsessed with like trying to teach Zeke that Marley was evil and so yeah. And so Zeke just kind of wanted to be a regular kid with his dad and like do dad father stuff. And so it's a very big hole there in Zeke. And you get to see his flashbacks and how he turns to Kasaver as like his like real stand in dad. And what's the crazy thing, the, the big thing that happens is mostly Zeke gets manipulated a little bit by Kasaver to sort of turn his parents into the Marley government. So yeah. it that was like the biggest takeaway from that episode because Kasaver turns out to like sort of manipulate Zeke in a way because he's young and sort of adopts him as his son once his parents are gone so it's then um that's the end of the end of the episode sort of ends where Zeke is like in a field of flowers because he Levi (laughs) took like Levi was blowing him up and like beating him up and his his limbs are all gone and he's just pretty much like thinking am i dead and um then levi was like i want to kill you so badly and um i wonder did levi live through that explosion did they um okay gotta skip over that because of spoilers but i'll tell you at the um okay tell me at the end yeah yeah yeah. but also in this episode that we also learned that what zeke's true plan is and it's not yeah. that rumbling stuff. This man wants to euthanize the entire Eldian race and yeah. wants them to no longer produce children. And, and you that's know what's crazy? I was like, wow. Yeah. You know what's crazy with that? Like for that to speak on that a little bit, I was so confused. I was like, because I was like, this man can't hate himself, his race so much to where he's yeah. like, if you just get rid of us, everything will be okay. It's like, no, why aren't y'all not trying to get the rid of the oppressors not not y'all like like it that was like 
And then the oh oh in that flashback we also get a conversation of Zeke and Aaron together for the first mm-hmm. time and how they both sort of Zeke is pretty much sharing his plan with Aaron and Aaron's like sort of playing with Zeke's emotions because Zeke kind of just wants to have family bonds with Aaron and he's like yeah I agree with everything you say brother and he called him brother and Zeke <laughs> kind of teary eyed in that moment and I was like ooh Aaron is playing this he's man toxic. like a fiddle he is he's because Aaron is just saying what Zeke wants to hear so we don't really as far as this episode 15 we don't know Aaron's intentions we know Zeke's intentions and we know Yelena's intentions because she tells that they're what she thinks their intentions are to the prisoners, which are all the scouts. But yeah. then you get into, um, uh, well, no, ep- that was episode 14. Now we're going to get to the last episode, um, which is a little different and it leads on like a cliffhanger if you want to go ahead. Yeah. So basically when she was asking before if Levi died or not, we're not sure because what happens is Zeke, deci- Zeke decides he wants he's going to scream. And so when he does that, it activates the thunder spear in his neck and blows himself up and Levi up. Yeah. And we just we don't see them again. Yeah. And I don't know if he died or if Levi died. Like we don't know. Yeah, I think we see we see at least with Zeke, uh some random pure titan approaches him while he's dying and she just like Oh yeah, and she puts stomach. him she puts him yeah. in like a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, I was like so confused and I was like, what is going on here? Like is this yeah, God? Yeah, yeah. Like Right. <laughs> right. Is this God? God Titan? Is this you meter? Um Yeah, but um yeah, I feel like the fifteen was definitely like the more exciting ep- well, no, I think fourteen is exciting, but it was very yeah, much flashback was, heavy. Yeah, it was more flashback heavy. Yeah, so um, Yelena and the Marlene volunteers hold the Paradis government hostage and they threaten them like, you know, do what we say or all of y'all going to be turned into Titans because most of y'all have already drunk Zeke's final fluid without knowing yeah. it. And so she goes on to explain what Zeke and Aaron's alleged plan is to everyone. Right, alleged. And, yeah, I mean, it's Zeke's plan, but it's allegedly Aaron's plan. Yeah. And yeah, she explains that, yeah, like basically we want to euthanize all of you so you can't have kids anymore and they won't be any more subjects of Ymir um, until the death of Historia's child, after which there will be no more Titans and humanity will be free. Like there will be no more Titans that can be born, basically. Even though they still have Titan serum, so I don't know how that's going to Right? Work out, but like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> loopholes. Yeah, but in the meantime, what they're going to do is they're going to use the threat of the rumbling to prevent other nations from trying to, you know, interfere with things that are happening on parodies. Mm-hmm. And so uh, other stuff here happens. Aaron meets with Gabby, but he's interrupted by Pick, who surprisingly, she's like, oh, she just comes into the room. She just randomly comes she in. Does. She's like... And Let then me she joined tried. the Jaegerists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, "Girl, what, what are you doing?" And then she kind of, she tries to, um, in what do you call that? She tries to influence, not influence, sort of, um, tries to infiltrate, infiltrate, and like convince Aaron that she's on the Jaegerist side, while yeah. also trying to convince Gabby to open her mind. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. And so she was like, because Pika comes in with a gun in her hand but Aaron's like you know if I move once y'all are all dead like 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 you know <laughs> like, you're not gonna kill me here. right gonna me. <laughs> Aaron shows no emotion towards anything happening he's just like 
y'all know you can't kill me and um so peak is like okay i can convince let me convince you i'm on your side and she's and aaron's like how are you gonna do that and she's like well i'm gonna take you up to the top of the building and show you and point out which people are marley's spies and he's like okay (laughs) sure lead the way (laughs) and then so she takes them and like a bunch of not a bunch but a few jaegerists up to like this top of the building and and I knew something was sketchy as soon as you got out to that open space I was like something's about to happen (laughs) yeah like and so he take and so Gabby and Peek are at the edge of the building and Aaron's like in the middle of the building so it's like an open rooftop and so he's like so what do you where are the people where are she's like where are the folks and also Yelena's behind them like because Yelena's like you don't need to trust her and he's like oh I don't and then, and then also we know that Aaron doesn't really trust anybody <laughs> for that. Yeah, he matter. literally trusts no one, like, to be honest. Like people think that he trusts Yelena, but this man don't trust anybody anyway. But um, he's standing in the middle, and then she's like, "Oh, I'll t- I'll tell you where they are." And then all of a sudden, the the what the jaw titan pops out. Yeah, of the she turns like so. Pick. She's like, "Okay, I'll tell you where the enemies are," and then she turns. And points at Aaron, and she's like, "The enemy's right there." While pointing at yeah, Aaron, yeah, and yeah. then we yeah. see Porco come out of the basement and just attack Aaron. And yeah. Aaron transforms to save himself from being eaten, which yeah. in turn reveals his location to a bunch of Marley mm. airships that yeah, have been yeah, yeah, nearby yeah. waiting. Yeah, which was like, and the thing is, the fact that it's almost like it's the beginning of season four when we saw parody infiltrating Marley. It's like the opposite yeah. happened, and then we yep. see Reiner on the ship saying, "I'm gonna come get you, Aaron, or whatever." And I'm like, <sighs> and they end it like that stressed me out because I was like, "How can y'all end it here? How can yeah. you do this?" Because okay, so this is the end of the recap session. Section we're gonna get into our, our opinions and predictions, but so. <clears throat> I had from episode 14, no, episode 13. That's when I started reading the manga. And Mm. I think that's chapter like 113. And there's like 139 chapters in total. Well, there's 139 chapters out. But when it ends, uh, there will be 141 chapters. Allegedly. I'm not saying this is true or not. This is just what I read on the internet. (laughs) Allegedly. Right, right. But so i started reading from there so i saw the i read the full battle so i was expecting for them to show the full battle but when Mm. they ended it right there i was like this is where they're going to end the entire season and then they hadn't confirmed whether or not there were going to be another part two for the final season but i already knew they were going to do a part two there is no way they were just going to be able to animate everything that happened even though the like so the manga is not done yet so they couldn't have animated everything that happened in this one season and 16 episodes and put it out unless they're just gonna make up a fake ending which they would not do because they're already adapting yeah like it would make like i know there are other anime out there that they mainly adapted the material from the manga but then made up a fake ending when they like you know didn't get renewed for a second season or third season Uh or whatever but the thing is this show has been on for four seasons has like yeah. hundreds, a hundred something episodes or whatever. There is no way they're just gonna not animate the final, actual final part. So I was like, exactly. of course, there's gonna be like, there's gonna be a movie. There's gonna be some other thing to wrap it up. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah. But I that, just hate that they ended it like that, though. Yeah. What? So um, 
I'm, if you want to go into the opinions, like I'm going to ask you, <laughs> did you yeah. like this season overall? Yeah, I gave this season a 10 out of 10. Like when I was rating it on this mm. tracker I used to keep track of what I'm watching, I gave it a 10 out of 10. Oh, nice. But, like I will admit, like in the first couple episodes, because I didn't really understand what's going on, I was like, this is not, this is not going to be a 10 out of 10, <laughs> maybe like an 8 or a 7. Right. But by the time it ended, I understood everything that was going on. So I was like, okay, this is just amazing. Like, this is just great. There Good, were nice. like little hiccups here and there as far as animation wise that I see why people were complaining, but it wasn't that big of a deal to me. Right, right. And like, for, I kind of agree. I would give like a 9.5 because yeah. I mean, I feel like if I read the manga, everything would be like a little more cohesive in my mind sometimes. Like sometimes I forget how big this world that they've created is like how many different nations there are and so this was like the first time I was confronted with like oh it's not just parody and Marley there's other folk there's other places like where the rules of their world you know like so I yeah like it kind of opened up more questions which I think is good but I definitely I wouldn't give it perfect I would say like 9.7 like I would give it that close to perfect because you don't know what the next episodes are going to be so it could move up to a 10 once I once we see what happens or it could go down like I just I want to know what how much better this show was going to be because season four was fantastic so yeah yeah and then people are saying like (laughs) overall the series is going to have a Game of Thrones type ending because like yeah people are very concerned because they're like there's no way that the author is going to be able to wrap everything up in one chapter but the Mm. thing is I think for some reason people were assuming that the next chapter, well, no, I think it's confirmed that the next chapter is the last, the very last one. But what I'm thinking is it won't just be like a regular 70 page chapter. I think it's going to be like extra long or something. Oh, probably. And I feel like if he, cause like the writer also like, I know they're probably going to finish like end to end it. They won't do like that ending where they're like, well, this opens up the door for another series or something, you know? Yeah. So people I, are thinking it's going to have an ambiguous ending though. Like an interpret it might. on your own. <laughs> right. But I, I feel like low key if compared to like having a really bad concrete ending, I'd be fine with like an open-ended like ending that people can interpret what happens. Like, rather than an ending that we all agree is bad (laughs) like i feel like that's the worst case scenario where everyone watches and and agrees like this was trash you know Yeah. the thing is like i can't tell how it's gonna end there are theories like i'm saying like there is this i got to this one arc in the manga where something happened and i immediately was like are they in a time loop like is this what i'm reading that they're in a time loop like that's a theory it's not confirmed that they are or not yet yeah we don't know if they are or not but (laughs) i'm telling you like the logic the the logistics of like writing and stuff the way they did something i was like this is a time loop like y'all don't see this time loop going on right here oh wow that's interesting but yeah, I, I'm I'm there with you. I feel like we don't know yet, and yeah, I mean, I know. I'm probably my, I'm kind of more interested to see what immediately happens after. I might wait, but I might read the manga. But I do think that whatever they do decide to do, I feel like making another season was the right choice rather yeah, than just yeah, being yeah. like having slept season four be the last because i feel like that would have made a lot of fans <laughs> upset Pissed. so Pissed. right they already yeah. hate y'all for some minor <laughs> stuff so just we're imagine. not having perfect music <laughs> yeah um, yeah i agree but, yeah um, but if you are like for anybody um listening like if you don't want to wait and you want to 
read the manga, like the last 30 or so chapters that, and before the last one comes out next week or whatever, just start from chapter like 114 if you've already watched season four. And it doesn't take that long to read them because even though the chapters are long, they're so easy to read that you're just like, okay, next one, next one, next one, next right, one. Right, right, right. Very cool. Yeah, I might, I actually might look into that because we will, we will definitely be waiting for the next <laughs> season that comes out in possibly 2022. Yeah, early, hopefully depending. earlier than that. But. Right. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I think the season was fantastic. Like I had this show was so hype. I feel like hype is definitely the 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 word to describe season four. Just hype yeah. after hype and like energy and epicness. It was great. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. But yeah, that is all we have left. I am so sorry that this is so long, but <laughs> we this talked is like for a while. <laughs> 16 entire episodes worth of content about this very, very elaborate plot that we have going on here. Um, but of course, we're going to review the next season, like Nia said, when it does come out, even if it is next year, we'll still review it. Um, apologize in advance for any mispronunciations like i said before in the beginning this is not like an exact recap of everything that happened there are things that i skipped over so ultimately just watch the season like if you yeah, haven't watched and it and you're it. listening to this i don't know why like why would you <laughs> listen to this but not have watched the season right but yeah. go watch the show it's on hulu it's on Crunchyroll. uh yeah go enjoy it it's a great show yeah but if you have any theories you want to send us or any comments you know we are on all social media platforms at commented so c-o-m-m-n as in nancy t-d uh follow us on twitter tiktok instagram and youtube and you know we have other episodes out too we discuss more than just anime we have movie reviews tv shows i think the next thing coming out i don't know what the next thing i think that's gonna be our i think the next thing that's coming out is our pinocchio episode yeah, of the deconstructing disney probably yeah so by the time this out. gets posted it'll probably be pinocchio yeah so check out that if you have time thank y'all for listening yeah thank you bye 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 see y'all next time <laughs>